Yo, what's good, yo? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. Uh, uh, this next guest here, um, I reached out to after seeing a documentary on Netflix called Memory Games, which I found really fascinating. Um, she is a memory athlete. Mm-hmm. I've never said those two words together. So I know, you shouldn't. <laughs> memory athlete, a three-time world record holder. Uh, I'm trying to memorize the all the shit I've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off the Wikipedia, but nah. Um, and oh fuck that Wikipedia! They keep y- changing my birth date. I'm like, oh, I'm really? not 30, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> this producer reached out to me yesterday, and she was like, "Oh, let's memorize like Oscar winners from your birth date." And on your Wikipedia, it says 1985. I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" Who's changing it? What the hell? I don't know. Somebody is trying to fuck with me. I don't know. But you've competed in various World Memory Championships, yes. uh, which is a thing for those who aren't familiar. Yeah. It's um, like chess championships, but nerdier. Yeah, uh, you are from uh, Sweden originally, and now residing in New York City. Yes, originally, origi- originally, originally Siberia and Mongolia. Mongolia, you're yeah. Mongolian, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and now you're in the states, and uh, you're are you, would you are you a full time memory like, champion, memory athlete, or how does that work? <laughs> how like, does that work? Um, yes, full time memory champion. Um, I guess I I say it's like my day job, like that's what brings in money surprisingly yeah um but then like at night i'm trying to do more like writing acting comedy type stuff yeah so. that's interesting so uh for those who aren't familiar explain what a memory athlete is so a memory athlete is somebody who's very nerdy um <laughs> so it's like chess championships you know how there's like chess grandmasters and stuff and like bobby fisher and all those things so it's sort of like we go into these very hyped like competitions in Asia and then we try to memorize as much as possible so like currently the world record for memorizing binary digits in 30 minutes is uh, more than 6,000 and stuff like that so I have the world record for I think words right now at least words in a row words in a row so it's uh 145 words in a row with no spelling errors and no like you can't flip them you can't wow yeah you can't write a synonym otherwise they just decide that so that's the world record that's the human world record of how many words someone can memorize in a row and then like depending on which ranking and statistics site you go on i also have the one for images which is like 354 images in five minutes yeah and uh 212 names and faces in five minutes 15 minutes so in the world memory championships there's various different like categories is that what it is yes it's 10 disciplines and yeah they vary it's a lot of numbers a lot of counting cards yeah so, so you hold the record for three out of the ten? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's I mean, it depends. It's it's all iffy because there's, like, a lot of beef in the memory championship there's community. Beef. There's beef. Like, in Asia, it's so obviously, like, so stereotypical. In Asia, it's, like, very competitive, and people will try to, like, bribe themselves into getting a better placement and stuff. Yeah. So one of my friends is the main organizer for one of the competitions, and he was like, I'm getting DM'd from, like... Wuhan and all these places they're trying to like buy themselves into like a third place for like hundred thousand dollars I'm like dude just give me that money and I'll coach you so this is really like I saw the documentary and there's um, you know the heavy hitters I I guess are the people highlighted pretty much some of the top people I mean Um, not everybody but you know I think I'm one of the people's top right now out of the people highlighted but there's a guy from the states who won too right Right, Alex Alex, Mullen yeah Yeah, he's really good and he's one of the top I guess he holds the record for the cards at least yeah no right now so so what happened is like Mm -hmm. that documentary was shot in 2017 and now it's 2019 right so after that just a few months after people were like oh if somebody can memorize a deck of cards and like 52 cards in 20 seconds I can do it faster 
And so this little Mongolian kid, I'm saying kid now because I, yeah. I, I met him when I was like this, this small, is, and is now he's like this the, really tall. In the documentary, there was like that little school academy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. He part he's of that? part of that, but yeah. he, he's based out of Oakland now, and he's become like this tall basketball player. I'm like, well, what's happening? Anyways, <laughs> so he has the record now, so he can memorize a deck of cards in 13 seconds, I think. Wow. Yeah, I know. So, I did 22, and people are like, you're so slow. You're like a grandma. So that's somebody. So you go through a deck of cards, remember it in order. Shuffled. It's not ordered. Oh, shuffled. Shuffled. Yeah. yeah. And then they, how does it work? They give you a deck, new deck of cards. You yeah. Gotta, you got to match that. So there is one shuffled and one ordered. And then when you take the shuffled, they, you kind of have this like speed stacks mat. Right. So as soon as you lift your hands off of the mat, the timer starts. And so you just shuffle through them as fast as possible to memorize them. And then you put them down and you like bash the timer so that yeah. it registers. Cause sometimes you press it and it still goes on and you like see the seconds ticking yeah. and it and stresses you out. Cause you're like, that's the difference between a gold medal world record or like right. ending up last. That's, so that's it's, intense. It's, I know it's like it's such an Asian thing. It's like, I feel bad sometimes when people are like, this comes naturally to <laughs> well, you because you're so Asian. A lot of the world memory <clears throat> championships do happen in Asia, right? Right. It's because yeah. the most sponsors and the most money is there. They try to do it in the US and other places, but it's just like, America is more into like, and those Asian titties. kids are beasts at, the, at this <laughs> this craft. It of used to memorizing. be Swedish kids, yeah. Oh, Swedish. Swedish and German people were really good at it, and then those Asian kids started having like academies, and there started to be like a lot of money in it. So this is a huge thing. This it's is, a huge thing, yeah. Uh, what like so there's academies to train kids yeah, yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah. Like there's like this X Men school for the gifted. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I wanted to open an academy in New York, and then I was like, I don't have the budget for this. Uh, no, there are like a lot of academies for this in the Philippines, Singapore, Taiwan, all these places. Right now, there's just like a lot of beef because there's just so much money in it. Like one person, how do I say this without, one person I know, he has clients on retainer for like $50,000 a year and he doesn't have to fly out to them or anything. Right. It's just like- Is this, is, you mean clients as in people who want to get better, like- um, Improve uh, their memories. Improve their memories, like companies and CEOs and all that, right? I'm yeah, assuming yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people yeah. with money. There's a lot of people with money in China, especially. So yeah, he has a lot of clients on retainer and they will just like text him. And then the rule is like, he te he texts back within two hours. And for that, he gets like $50,000. That's crazy. Yeah, and or I whatever 500,000 Renmin B is I mean, because right I, I assume like obviously with better memory, it's just improving everything quality of better. your life and everything. Yeah, like money, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything gets better with memory. I, I meet some people who are like, I don't need your memory coaching. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> everybody needs memory coaching. <laughs> like, What's What was your uh, like inspiration? How are you, why were you inspired to improve your memory? Like, or, oh, or when did this happen actually? We interrupt you for a quick second, tell you about Hemp Fusion, uh, who supports Fun With Numb. And there's a lot of confusion around CBD nowadays. Everybody thinks CBD is created equally. It's all the same thing. But no, adding Hemp Fusion CBD to your daily routine adds up to a lot of benefits. Um, you see, our bodies already make up cannab uh, cannabinoids, and plant-based CBD helps naturally balance our bodies. And unlike other CBD brands who offer just CBD, Hemp Fusion is CBD plus omegas plus terpenes to help you feel 100%. They do this because CBD works best for your body when combined with other natural ingredients and nutrients. And when you add in those other nutrients, it creates uh, it helps create products that help specifically with stress, sleep, and energy. And ever since I've been using this product, it really has been helping me. Um, I take a dose, mix it with the water, uh, and it tastes good. 
and it just helps me like knock out at night at the end of the day because I have like really severe case of insomnia a lot of times. Um, and it's just been helping me. I've actually given some to my mom too, and she likes the product as well. So uh, this is also available both online and at a natural product retailer near you. It's shipped anywhere in the U.S. And right now, for all my listeners, if you use the promo code FUN F U N for twenty percent off of you get twenty percent off of your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. Go to hempfusion.com and get twenty percent off of your first order and free shipping. If you use my code F-U-N, that's hempfusion.com. Get Hemp Fusion shipped anywhere in the U.S. for free if you use my code. Yee. So I'm Let's like, take it back a little let's bit. Let's take it back. Before the World Memory Championships. Before that shit. Um, yeah. yeah, so I was in, I was never like a really good student. I was like a pretty shit student. Um, yeah. In high school or what? middle uh, like i almost did uh, everything like (laughs) almost in middle school i didn't graduate like that's how bad i was so at the time your memory wasn't even necessarily like you didn't think about it like where did you do think you had good memory or i I thought i had a good memory for like hot guys and like (laughs) like honestly i was just like if somebody was hot i was like kuba is born in 1984 (laughs) he is like it's kind of jail bait if we end up hooking up but it's still okay because we live in sweden i'm sorry but um no i used to be very like i used to memorize a lot of things automatically about people and languages and uh but for like natural sciences or even like math i was just shit and people would tell me I'm shit and that doesn't really help when everybody's like yeah. also like Sweden has this whole thing of like thinking that either immigrants have to be like really stellar and like great or that we're all like kind of idiots they have they have a good school system right we have a good school system everything in Sweden's great yeah. uh, apart from the racism and right now I'm like trying to figure out like is it worth making like 300k in New York <laughs> and like deal with not being subject to racism or should i go back to sweden and just like make 30k and live like live a fantastic lifestyle right right (laughs) you know so anyways i i was studying in sweden i was bad at middle school i like got by just because we have like these national exams that make it so that even if your teachers think you're shit um you can prove in the national exams that you are the shit Mm -hmm. and then i got into high school and then that was overwhelming and i had to like take I like didn't have enough points to graduate high school, so I had to like take Swahili because uh, I was attending. I was I was like my ba- my grades are bad enough as they are. I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna go my last year of high school to Kenya because there was a Swedish boarding school yeah. in Kenya, and then there it turned out like boarding school is like for real. <laughs> like it's yeah. not just like let's party and have a pool at school. Um, so then I was really bad at, at that school too. And then I had to like compensate by taking like Spanish and Swahili and all the things that I thought I was good at. Graduated and I did like the SATs of Sweden and I got like a pretty high score there. So like my memory's not completely shit. Right, right. But I just like couldn't deal with like high school math, physics, chemistry, biology, like all of that. And then I got into business school uh, because of my high like SAT score. And then I was like, I just want to do this for my mom because my mom has been like raising me by herself her entire life yeah. almost. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna. I, and she's like, do drugs when you're like, <laughs> you can do drugs when your prefrontal cortex has developed. Like you can get your ears pierced when you're 18. Wait, when did you? So wh- where did you? So my point is like, my mom yeah. was like, please do this one thing for me. Get a get a business degree. And I was like, yeah, get, cool. get yeah. the degree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then and then what from there? What happened there? And what from there was like. I'm trying to see where. Where you got intro to this intro world. to this world, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I was like in business school and I was trying to study like uh, two semesters at a time 
instead of one semester because I just wanted to like a not have as much student debt and be like just be done with it so I could like do more entertainment shit because in my mind I was like I'm gonna travel the world and uh, talk about fun stuff and people are gonna pay me and everyone's <laughs> like you're fucking insane at one point I was like I'm gonna be a stripper and my mom was like you don't have any tits and you can't <laughs> dance like I want it wasn't even like my daughter shouldn't be a stripper yeah, it was yeah. just like I'm just gonna say it. you don't have the talent I was like okay, cool um but so yeah her one thing was like please get a degree mm-hmm. and so I, I started studying and it was pretty hard because again I wasn't great at math so there's a lot of numbers in business school apparently who would have known (laughs) and then and then I was studying and I found this book called like moonwalking with Einstein by this like amazing writer journalist called Josh Foer and I read it and I was like this is just like some white dude in Princeton like I'm me like I've had to like survive Swedish racism and like going to boarding school in Kenya I think I can do this and so in that book he talks about like memory competitions and like memory techniques and I got really into it. And, and this I, was like a, a book that was written a while ago, right? Right, like before the global financial crisis. I know this because I'm like writing a book right now, so I'm like checking yeah. what everybody got for right, their royalties. Right. <laughs> so he wrote it like a little bit before the GFC and he got like 1.2 million pounds for his story. So yeah. I'm like comparing. Anyways, um, yeah, so I read that book and then I started studying really, really well. And I was so bored because it was just like things that took me like months of studying and I would still like only get a passing grade. I would like study an hour before the test and just like ace it or get a passing grade depending on the subject. Applying these like memory techniques. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were just like, whoa, like I'm good at this. Yes. And now it's like what sucks is that now I look back on like the things that I thought were hard in high school and I'm like, oh, my God, I could just study this in a weekend and I would learn it. Right. Support for Fun With Dumb comes from Lightstream. The average interest rate on credit card debt is over 19% APR. Goddamn. Have you looked at your interest rate lately? You don't need to be a financial expert to know that consolidating debt into a low fixed rate can save you thousands of interest. I got mad homies stuck in this prison called debt with high interest rates that they just can't pay it off. Every month they pay little by little, but the interest rate stays the same and it is stuck. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay, much lower than the national average interest rate on credit card debt. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with absolutely no fees. The application is 100% online and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. I got a special offer just for my listeners right now. Apply today at lightstream.com slash fun, F-U-N. That's lightstream.com slash fun and get an additional interest rate discount on top of the interest rate discount you're going to get. That's lightstream.com slash fun for an additional discount. L-I-G-H-T like light and stream like S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash fun. Subject to credit approval rate includes 0.50% auto pay. Discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash fun, F-U-N, for more information. I don't know if you know this, but I memorized the IKEA catalog. I saw that. I saw that. That was crazy. It was crazy. So for those like who uh, who don't know what we're talking about, you you, (laughs) like studied uh, IKEA catalog. That's like 300 pages or so for like a week. Yeah. And then um, an IKEA worker or whatever was testing you like... Just about random things like yeah. well, which uh, what uh, per what model in this catalog would need to take an eye test or something. Yeah, and then you would just point out there's this one lady who has glasses on the side of the couch right. or like another page that had like a eye, eye, eye exam. Eye exam, yeah. and that was crazy to me. Yeah, was- that was crazy to me too. You know why? Because like I was I was so like 
30 of those hours that I studied the catalog, because it's like 168 hours in a week, 30 of those hours I was flying from Austin to Singapore to do the shoot. Yeah. So I was like super jet lagged and I was just like drinking so much bubble tea and coffee and everything just so we could do the shoot because it was going to be like a 10 hour shoot. And uh, it was just like this mir miraculous thing where they accidentally like asked everything that I, the pages that I knew like yeah, by yeah. heart. So it was very exciting. How do you, wait, when you were studying those pages, like what were you taking in? Like just the whole image itself or how, how do you, how do you, how does your mind work with something like that? Okay. So the page numbers is sort of like I make it into an alphabet. So like, mm. um, like 606 would be like Bob, for example. I see. So then because the six looks like a B and the O yeah. or zero looks like an O. So then I would just think of like Bob the Builder in that page, just to give an example. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I would do that for the numbers, but and then just imagine whatever figure the number was, the page number was, I would imagine it in the room. And then I would do like a lot of associations. Also like an, a week is actually a decent amount of time if you're yeah. actually trained. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's not a lot of time now that I think of it because there were some pages where I just like completely I mean, had no idea. To memorize a 300 page book in a week is, is like impressive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had the advantage of like being Swedish. So when they were like, remember this couch, it's called the cliff. I'm like, okay, the cliff, like if they That's were true, Swedish, yeah, yeah, it's a Swedish yeah, company. It so. is a Swedish company. And I, I love Ikea. Like yeah, yeah. from years ago, I've always loved Ikea. You're like I already memorized it years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I mean, honestly, it was like immersive. I was like, I already know all this. Cause like my friend Tosten owns this. My friend Johanna owns <laughs> that. It was like not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing about that is like, I don't know. Do you believe in like synergies? Yeah, of course. Do you? I mean, just uh, I mean, just natural, natural, natural synergy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you believe in like, I don't know, uh, what is it called? Like, not law of attraction, but kind of like, you hear somebody's album and you're like, this person is amazing. I want to really want to work with that person, and then you meet them, and then it's just like there's just like this. It's natural. happened before. I yeah? don't know if yeah. If, if it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the IKEA story is uh, the first time I go to Hong Kong ever in my life uh, was like a couple months before I found out about the memory techniques. And I go to Ikea in Hong Kong, I buy my ice cream, I go out. And I'm just like looking at it, and I'm like, yo, I'm Asian, I'm Swedish, like I should do an ad campaign for them. This is like one thought, yeah. a second of a thought, like a half a second of a thought. And then I just like forgot about it and I ate my ice cream and yeah. like continued my Hong Kong trip. And then a couple months later I found the, the, the memory techniques. And then a couple of years later, the Swedish man is sitting on a workshop with Ikea like as a client, like trying to brainstorm like new ad ideas. And yeah. he says he has a thought that just pops into his head that goes, what if somebody could memorize the catalog? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, and he yeah. says like he didn't like, he wasn't like brainstorming and trying to f figure out the most interesting thing. And that summer I had like very little to do. So they emailed me like the day after he had the idea. And he was like, this is such a great idea. I'm not going to mention it during the <laughs> workshop because some bitch is going to steal it. And so then they called me and I was like, yeah, I have nothing to do around that time in August, which was a lie because I yeah. was doing the documentary. But I was like, <laughs> I want that Ikea money. Um, yeah. And so when we met, it was just like this weird flow of like, like everyone on the team. We were super dedicated to it. And it was just like cool. So now I'm like obsessed with the, the, energies. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel you. I think oh, in, in general, I think it kind of made sense you're from sweden uh, actually maybe not it's not they yeah. auditioned other memory people as well oh they did yeah but it's a, but it's also like 
but it's just like such a specific thing. It you is. See it what is. I mean? It's but like, there's always, you know, there's always gig for these niche things. You yeah, know, yeah. like my boy is like a beatboxer and he gets all these like ads and corporate oh, really? ads and stuff like Microsoft. You Should know, I get into beatboxing? <laughs> <laughs> Support for Fun With Dumb comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. That is bars right there. For all the people listening right now, all the men listening, please do not hurt your balls with the same shaver you use for your face. This is the same story I hear over and over again from people who try to trim their balls. And it's okay to trim and maintain your area down there. It's 2019. You could put a face mask on there if you want. Um, but Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology so the trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Um, I know there's I know people don't like talking about this, but sometimes, you know, we do trim it down there and you're hovering over the toilet. Next thing you know, you get a text, you get distracted and you get a little nick. And next thing you know, you got your bandaging up your balls and you don't have any regular bandages. You got the ones with like Kermit the Frog on. Next thing you got Kermit the Frog t uh, bandages over your nuts. Um, but use Manscaped. Dave um, engineered this particularly for your balls. Manscaped has also has the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer so you can keep your balls smooth as hell. Um, and uh, the ladies love smooth balls. Um, and you already put deodorant on your armpits. You can put it on your balls as well. Uh, and right now for you hairy Sasquatch motherfuckers, you guys can get 20% off and free shipping by using my code DUMB at manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com. And get 20% off right now and free shipping. Uh, your balls will thank you. Um, and your partner will thank you as well. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUMB at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com, D-U-M-B, for 20% off and free shipping. Yee. In general now, like, say... Just going through your day. Do you you don't you don't try to memorize stuff in general, right? Like no, I'm not streets. that nerdy. No. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's when you're focused into something. <laughs> yes, for people though, I will remember it. So like before I came here, I was listening to Are We There Yet and New Chick just to like get into like the oh, yeah. minds. How, how does it do? How do you do with lyrics? Actually, music lyrics. Is it something that you you can memorize pretty easily? Yes, because it's not natural sciences. It's just like a flow to it. And if it's like a good lyric, it's a good lyric. Like I used to listen to those songs so much when I was a kid. So right. I was like trying to get into like your mentality, but like actually when you first DM'd me, I was like, I should listen to all of his discography and <laughs> nah, like no, 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 no. Like so, I was gonna test you about my <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. No, not that. It's just like I really like getting into like the feel of like. Oh, I see. You know, it but, helps you understand people. It does. Like, like mem well, memorizing a lot of thing about uh, things about a person. Do you feel like that? Like if you if you meet a person and you're try like soaking in everything yeah. like really remembering them yeah, and, yeah. and everything they're saying do you feel like you got a better understanding completely about who they are what do you mean like just because i'm not actively trying to memorize <laughs> yeah. new chick lyrics but um yeah no i just i just think i really like like getting to know people and yeah. like sometimes that can be intense because that was before the memory techniques so like for example i've been meeting with a, like uh in la meeting with a lot of and last week but yeah and directors and managers and producers and writers and 
with one of them, I made the mistake of like getting really, really into all of his movies before mm-hmm. we had a meeting. Yeah. And so there was just this weird thing of like before he said something, I knew kind of what he was going to ask. Oh, wow. So then there was just like, I think you can get into that mentality. You don't head. have that. It's like a superpower. It is like a superpower. Thank you for saying that. That's <laughs> well, like the main thing I'm trying to make happen here. But without management, it's kind of hard. Yeah. So you're like finishing their sentences and shit. Yes. But they're like also finishing mine because like one of them actually like Googled and researched me as well so then we were like super synced up and it was just like this weird thing but the problem with that is like if you don't have any acting like even if you have like if even if you have a good vibe with each other like it's hard to make shit happen when you don't have any real you know so then if somebody is like a big name director but they've made movies for like a lot of money that have both flopped and made billions they can't convince like the producers to be like hey this random Asian chick who has no acting reel. I want her to be the main person here. Well, you're trying to get into uh, acting and I mean... Comedy and music, yeah. Yeah, one great thing is that you'll be able to remember a script, a whole script in yes. like within a week. Yes, that was, a movie. That, that was like the main thing that got me into it. I was like helping a lot of uh, actors with uh, their, memorizing their lines. You've done that before. Yes, and it was just like... I was like, I can do this. So you do, you're doing a lot of these workshops, the same thing you mentioned a lot of your friends too, yeah. um, you know, where they're consulting and helping yeah. out with memory techniques. Yeah. Um, give me some examples of some of the people who reached out to you for this stuff. I, uh, okay. I, I don't, I, I usually try to sign like a lot of contracts so I don't tell No, people. no, no, I'm not saying specific names. Oh, I'm just okay, talking okay. about like professions. The professions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, actors, comedians, CEOs, a lot of CEOs because they will be like, maybe they're, startup is expanding and then they go from having 20 employees to like 200 and they want to remember all the names yeah because it creates a better work culture if you know everybody it's kind of like douchey if you don't and honestly like a lot of people ask about relationship stuff yeah like in the beginning they're like i want to know all my employees and what their motivations are and where they graduated and all this stuff and then like after like the third or fourth session they're like also like there's this girl i like And she's really into Tchaikovsky. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I usually help them out. A lot. Some of them are like married, and they're like, I need to know what my wife is into. I'm like, just listen. But and do they just like cold call you, like just email you with an inquiry, or how does that work? Emailing. I have a sign up form for people who are like more casual about it. Um, Yeah, mostly emailing, and then it goes through like one of one of my people. Yeah. So this is like when you say this is your full time job. That's what you mean. It's not just like the competition itself no no i mean i could go to competitions and like make money because some of the competitions have like a lot of money really like prize money like what's the prize money situation look prize money situation (laughs) i know that a couple of years back i was doing this other like commercial so i and i was under contract so i couldn't go but i know that the like total pool was like two hundred thousand dollars or something oh wow so that happens quite a lot um have you do you know about the like spelling bee championships yeah 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 i'm like thinking about i wish i wish i was like under 18 so i could do those because yeah, I, I mean a lot of the kids that are going to these academies for memory probably that's probably a part of the uh, things they want to participate in too right the yeah. spelling bee competition because that's memory i know i mean they could do anything that's the thing it's like people like people would be like oh you would be really good at poetry and i'm like oh you're trying to be a poet you know like yeah. they always say whatever their profession is but they're trying to pin it as like 
oh, you would be like a really good doctor. I'm like, are you in med school right now? Right. Like you wouldn't be saying that. But also memorizing and understanding is different too, right? It's very different. Yeah. That's very true. How did you know that? Well, I'm, no, I'm just saying it's, <laughs> just I mean, like, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's like because it I'll sense. read stuff going through it. I'm reading it and I'm not necessarily soaking it in all the time. Right. You know, I got to go back and like read it again. No, no. And like I had some friends who worked at CERN, like the, the, the chemistry, <laughs> the physics lab in Switzerland. And they were like, giving me all these formulas just for fun because we were just hanging out, nerdy friends. And they were like, look at this formula and memorize it. And I like memorized it in a couple of seconds, or not a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes. And then, but it's not like I can like go in there and like work one of the physics machines right. or whatever. It's just like I can just write it down piece by piece. But could you memorize it and then like revisit it in your head to try to understand it? I mean, you. I would have to like read the actual yeah. books and understand what like alpha, beta, whatever the formulas are. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. be like I. I wouldn't like. I could probably like memorize a lot of the parts of the brain, but I'm not gonna like do neurosurgery tomorrow. Hopefully, so. So what? What are like? Um, you know, these people you're helping out and consulting on, the memory techniques. Just give me like a quick, basic, um, a, a couple things you can do to improve your memory. Like. Okay, so my favorite example is this girl who had uh, dyslexia. And so we did uh, some memory techniques because like chemistry is hard enough, you know. So one of the things I told her to do was uh, she was supposed to memorize the periodic table of elements, right? So then I told her like just imagine like water falling on your head and then like balloons coming out of your ears and then lithium batteries like shoving lithium batteries up your nose and so then i was like okay what are the three things and she was like water on my head because i just fixed my hair and you ruined it by this mental imagery and then helium balloons coming out of my ears and then me stuffing my nose with like electric batteries and i was like okay great so we got like hydrogen helium and lithium so you see? Oh, okay okay so then it's it's it goes from just doing this boring step-by-step process where you just like helium, like all this boring, like. But you gotta have like a like if you're associating those things like the that way your brain is working, like you're mad. You have to have a pretty vast imagination yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the, that's the biggest problem I find with clients is like they they're either like grown up in a society where they're not like allowed to think so much outside of the so box. they're not as creative right and I, I think there's a reason why like swedish and mongolian kids are the best at this right now it's and i think it's because like they are in societies where like there's you're allowed to think outside the box and mm. like it's, it's encouraged not, right it's not as like not it's not as communive uh, communal or collective and it's more like you do you kind of societies even though like they both have like a lot of socialist elements to them, but in general, it's a lot of, you know, just just do it, just reach for your dreams and think outside the box, creativity type stuff. Are are you try? Do you try to stay healthy, like mentally, just to you know make sure? I don't smoke pot. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, I mean, you don't do smoke weed. Do you do drink? I wish. I I I because I, those things would affect your memory. Definitely. Yeah. No, I I do drink. I just don't like like it because I'm like i get the asian flush so fast <laughs> like and also on top of that i'm like Same. central do you, do you? Okay. yeah i mean it's like a dice roll sometimes i get it sometimes i know I right it it's depends like... on the alcohol sometimes i feel like or maybe it's just how much i've e- eaten before but i've heard that like enzymes in central asia are even slower to process alcohol and i think like i have like one glass of wine and i'm like 
oh, and then I saw you on like La Siena. And then like, I just, I have yeah. this problem where I just tell people everything I know about them because I just like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like a fangirl of everyone. That's the problem. Like, that's why I didn't listen to all of your discography because I don't want to come in here and be like, so when you did that collaboration with so-and-so, how did that work out? See, I should have given, given you an assignment. Like, remember <laughs> my whole discography, I'm going to be testing you on my lyrics. Oh my God, yeah, no, yeah. that would be embarrassing. But yeah, no, I become like, because I like remembering things about people, I become like a fan girl of everyone and so but no i used to i used to smoke a little bit uh not cigarettes because it's bad for you yeah. um but, you, but do you um think about just trying to keep your brain healthy for this you know i tr um, yes i do now that i'm not actively doing it i'm not like in super great shape mm -hmm. so like for example recently i did that um mind explain thing with uh, yeah. netflix and vox mm -hmm. and for that they gave me 500 digits to memorize in in uh, 10 minutes and I came to set and I was like, I can do this in five. And then I looked at them and I was like, oh, I'm out of shape. Like I haven't oh, okay. been working out like yeah, physically. It's an, it's an exercise, you gotta exercise it. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Uh, it's sort of like, you speak Korean, right? Uh, I do. Yeah. I do. You're really I'm like, do I? Yeah, I do, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fluent enough, yeah. You're fluent enough, okay, that's how I feel about Mongolian. Um, so like when you're there, right, the first day it's like a little awkward and there's like a lot of like the greases have to be, you know? Mm -hmm. But then like after a couple of days, it feels kind of like more and more natural, right? Yeah. Yeah, no? For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in, when I'm in, I was just in Korea. Right, I, was getting I saw that. getting good in like my second week and then I came back and it's like gone to shit now. <laughs> you're yeah. standing there looking at all these outfits. Um, No, but so in the same way, like if I am in Mongolia for like a week or so, it gets like very it's pretty good and the same with the memory techniques like i'm so i wasn't like in shape when i was doing that shoot yeah. so i was like yo we have to do 510 minutes i'm sorry and they were like we don't care that's still cool i was like no because the memory community is gonna be like why does she get to do a netflix thing when she's doing this like slow right, right, grandma right. like 10 minutes for 500 digits at, when you're like at my level is like embarrassing right right and so sometimes i'm like i can't post this because everyone's gonna think it's so lame but then like so um you know the you were saying right now like early on how in, in with timing it's like you're speeding it up so you can only memorize a certain amount right but right now you're saying like you could do 500 in like five to ten minutes yeah what's like the most amount of shit you can memorize <laughs> with like the most time uh with the most time i don't know like if if given infinite amount of time like you can memorize a lot of things like really? an entire you, ikea catalog yeah you think you can memorize like say all of in an hour like how many numbers in a row oh so it, there's like a like point of uh, diminishing returns so right. for example like i i did this uh, segment for korean tv like sbs mm -hmm. and so it was like uh you're like i don't know <laughs> i'm from the states no 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 i know sbs <laughs> <laughs> so i did a segment for them and they were like learn these uh korean words and i was like okay cool and we thought it was going to take like five minutes but it took me 10 minutes to, or one minute to memorize 10 words and like learn 10 korean oh, words wow. yeah. and i was like whoa this is cool but then the thing is like i wouldn't be able to do like 20 in two minutes do you see what i mean yeah. like it's kind of like there's this like peak the first minute and then it kind of goes off so right. even if i can memorize like 500 digits in five minutes like i couldn't do it's like you're holding on to it and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly slips. yeah it's exactly and it's also like the more you have to memorize the harder it gets to like um um memorize it so it, it i won't have like that same speed for each chunk of the five minutes if i were to do it for an hour 
but I think the world record right now, I haven't been like keeping up with the statistics, but I think the world record right now for 60 minutes is like over 3,500 digits or something like that. For for 60 minutes, 3,000 and what? I think 500 I, I digits? Don't, no, wow. I, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think the coolest ones are the binary digits ones because uh, it's like five minutes. And I think the girl who has it now, she's also Mongolian. She memorizes like 1,500 ones and zeros. Like legitimately, if that's you get wild. one zero wrong, that's like 30 points that they just remove. I, I saw the documentary you mentioning about like your, you know, your background being Mongolian, yeah. playing into being good at this. You wrote a song about Mongolia, right? Or like about Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. listening to I that. I still as get a kid. some Mongolian love from that song. Actually, really? yeah, you I do? got some Mongolian homies who can't come up to me and they're I like, love yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, but I really like your song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, um, but I yeah, don't know their accents. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that the accent? <laughs> um, but what you said something about it in the documentary, what, right? Like oral tradition, right? So I think in like in all like indigenous like tribal communities you didn't have like Gutenberg and the art of writing uh, at hand especially Mongolians because we're so nomadic we're just like moving around all the time like when are we gonna like we're like slaughtering sheep but also like raising an army or when are we gonna have the time to be like oh in the art of writing you know it's not yeah, gonna happen yeah so there's like a huge a long history in every culture not just in Europe, I think the Europeans like hyping it up as if it's only them, but every continent has this history of oral tradition, which is like, they tell each other these long sagas and stories, and they tell it orally, like mm. verbally, and then they repeat it to themselves. So what I was trying to say in the documentary, but like in, in for time reasons, it was a bit cut out, is like, I think that really helps with improving mm. your memory as a culture because, because it, it, you're having to practice the art of memorizing just for the sake of memorizing, yeah. even when you have stuff like writing. Unless they were lazy and it was like a game of telephone. Oh my God. You just, <laughs> you just butcher the story. Oh my God. So you know like the uh, kill two birds with one stone phrase? Yeah. In Sweden, it's kill two uh, flies with one slap or something. Yeah. And in, in Mongolian, like you know Mongolian people are like the queens and kings of high because our version is to shoot two rabbits with one bullet like it's just so like Mongolia's a hype machine um but yeah I, th I think that really helps uh, there was actually this study in New Zealand with like uh I'm not gonna go into the ethnic groups but the breakdown is like white people uh ethnic brown people like indigenous Maori and uh Chinese like immigrants so they check everyone's memory for like when their first autobiographical like first like me and my story at memory was and they found that like the people who did worse like the latest memory they had latest first memory they had was chinese women like chinese women mm -hmm. kiwis and then the people who had the best were maori indigenous people and it was because like their culture was is like very obsessed with keeping up tradition family stuff and just like remembering memories about each other and life you know so right. it's very culture dependent that's true and they've done a similar study in the u.s and they found that specifically african-american women have the worst like and so it's not genetic it's more like who do we prize in society mm. who do we tell like stories of themselves who do we like put on a pedestal and stuff like is that is it also maybe is it also like 
ex, ex, like traumatic experiences maybe yeah uh, it might be traumatic experiences i think I, but i think the main thing that the researchers found was that it's mostly about whether society and whether like the media messages you're getting mm. uh, values you as a person that's true but also if your parents are talking to you and have the time to be like because there was a huge difference be- between the chinese women and the chinese men so like right. and then I'm, that's interesting right i think that's super interesting because it's like you think that some cultures are just like better at certain i think things. you're you're right about the values though about yeah. traditions and remembering things mm-hmm. and and following tradition yeah you know like asian cultures are big on that yeah yeah. so we're all about that and it's did your mom ask on. you a lot about like like self-reflective questions like what did you do in school today or no actually that's why i think i got a shitty memory oh yeah, no she was <laughs> not, yeah my mom. parents weren't active on it <laughs> they were not following up you know <laughs> I was like, how about this? They're like, yeah, whatever. Just <laughs> You're doing well. I mean, oh my God. I have problems memorizing too. Really? I will say. I mean, it's tough. Like, at least for a musician, we, we use music, right? Right. So we, we just, Different. yeah, there's a rhythm. And I mean, you guys don't really apply the music element, right? When you try to memorize? No, or, I don't think so. Because people early on, I remember school teachers, like, try to turn it into a game. Yeah. And like, <laughs> make it a musical game. A, B, C, D. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, but yeah. that's not that's not the techniques you guys are using. No, I think you could do it just to like lean into uh, the That's memory like techniques. That's like the dumb people. How, <laughs> how dumb motherfuckers do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I get a lot of, whenever I do any show, there's always people like hypothesizing on how I do it. And yeah. so they'll be like, oh, she did it because she's rhyming in her head. I'm like, I'm not rhyming one zero 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 one one, even though that's like a cool, like Trent Reznor Yeah, song. I saw that these memory palaces, that was the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's things you really, really do create in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so, it, is it like that graphic they were using? <laughs> yeah, no, I think the graphics they were using were like very toned down in comparison to what's happening in my head. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, so the memory palace is basically like this uh, supposedly ancient Greek technique, but as I already mentioned, Europeans have a tendency to just be like, oh, history is very rich and your history is shit <laughs> and like tribal. Um, but basically the technique is like you have to combine what you don't know with what you already know and so because i already know like the shape of my own bedroom i can like put things all around my bedroom in order so like let's say for the helium for the hydrogen helium lithium example yeah i would be putting like a whole host of water in my bed and say that it's a water bed and on my nightstand it would just be like thousands of balloons and then in the window i would put like the windows like electrified because it's uh, full of batteries like, for example and so that way it's easier to like bridge the gaps in your mind mm. with what you're trying to memorize with what you already know so i know my bedroom well i might not know the periodic table of elements etc interesting and, and yeah. then you move on to a different section right and you just move it in like this logical order that feels natural to you and like you can do it with like fake places like i do it with a lot of the sims and I used to do it with GTA San Andreas, but then I played it again <laughs> and I was like, oh, nothing looks, I've just been making shit up, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I can't use those memory pauses anymore, but I, yeah, a lot of it is like places I've lived, uh, places I actually know, but a lot of people will use like fake places, the Sims places and all that stuff. So Damn, so there's some crazy shit going on in your head right all now. All the time. Oh my God. If, if people knew, I feel like it would be bad. <laughs> Which is why I don't like research people before I meet them because I don't want to be like, and then your childhood in Argentina. Like, <laughs> this is, a, this, I saw a snippet of your Wikipedia and it was just like Argentinian born Korean American rapper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you, where, was you, where were you born? I was born in Buenos Aires, Ooh, Argentina. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, are you, so 
if you just look at a page You're like i don't want to talk about myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i talked about I'm like, myself what else do you know about me <laughs> i don't know that much yeah. yeah but if you if you just look at a page for like a minute you'll you'll retain a good amount of information if it's about a person yeah and so that's what's crazy is like you have to do it with uh things that you like so some people like are better at remembering violence or sexual imagery so they try to use that as much i like just like connecting with people and fun things so mm. my memory palace is usually like more fun things i uh, noticed in those competitions they like uh, people really try to focus because they tune out uh, oh, yeah. everything right is that very important too? it is super important like you'll like one tiny thing like somebody walking past you who's not supposed to be there it can be super distracting yeah because memory in the end is all about focus mm. and so some people will be like i didn't catch your name and i'm like yeah because you weren't listening it's uh a lot of it is about attention so if you weren't paying attention in the first place how are you going to memorize it like right. you can't remember something you never saw in the first place right so what's some shit like a fly lands on the table or something it could fuck up the whole shit oh no oh no so i've actually i was uh i've i've trained in like very stressful environments just yeah. so i'm not as distracted um oh really yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. on the so subway in tokyo training yeah. right, right right yeah i was like ugh, i was so rocky i'm gonna go to a punk rock show let's in the middle <laughs> of a mosh pit while memorizing oh my numbers. god i would no 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 mosh pits for me in the past five years um yeah no that would be that would have been fun no i went to like really busy like i went to shibuya like my dad used to live in tokyo yeah so when i visited him i would go and like sit in shibuya you know in the shibuya crossing wow. and i would just like memorize cards there and so then in competition, if somebody's loud or something, I'm just like, I don't care. There are some competitors who are like, excuse me, you're being very loud. You should be disqualified. And I'm just like, shut up. Like, this is half of your job is just to tune out bullshit. Right, like, right. And I think that's actually something that um, people don't really realize is that I'm, the memory training really helps with like tuning out bullshit. Because mm. I think now that we're all on like our apps, we're always just like, partially like we want to like check how many likes we got or see if that person dm'd us back or like you know yeah i mean definitely like people watch television or watch movies while they're on their phone right you know yeah, yeah. it's it's really fucked it up yeah, yeah yeah and i know you mentioned that in the documentary too how i did people i mean just damn you how, watched it <laughs> i really did i mean I, I gotta do research for this you know but how yeah people take memory memorizing for granted and they don't really do oh, that yeah. often now right no we're all like super scatterbrained and just distracted and i I've, I've noticed that when i'm working with people especially like here in la i just feel like everyone is like thinking about five different projects at the same time and i'm just like why don't we just like finish this movie do it well cast right. everybody and then just like move on instead of and the, the thing is like so have you applied that to your life like this stuff or uh, yeah i've been i've been like leaving my phone at home a lot and really? so sometimes it pisses people off but i'm just like i can't do it i can't like i can't go to like back to back to back meetings and then also think about like oh did that person text me back or not it's just always it's like having multiple tabs open and yeah. our brains are more like windows 95 than they are like the latest macbook yeah so it's like if you have multiple tabs open it's not gonna so it's actually affected and inspired your daily routines of course yeah no it, it does with everything i try to i try to do that the, like right now a lot of my work and collaborations are through instagram so i have to be on it um but 
if I could, I would just like not. I would just email all the time because I, I don't have email on my phone. I always the one thing I always think about is when I get if I get locked up, like the number that I remember to call. Uh huh. And I like don't, your mom's childhood number. I just don't remember numbers no more. Oh, like no. it's it's happened to me. Like I'm a I'm a product of what you're explaining right yeah. now. Like literally, I you know I used to I come from the era where I remembered we memorized numbers. You uh-huh. know. And then now it's like just because I have all the numbers, I don't I don't remember. Like right, right, right. I used to remember my dad's work number, right. my mom's cell phone, and I don't remember those anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. I usually say like that. Don't be too worried about that because like some people will ask me like how to memorize their entire schedule for the upcoming week. I'm like, do you have to remember your schedule for the upcoming week for the rest of your life? Then no, fuck it. Like just don't yeah. don't memorize it. And people will be like, but I want to memorize all these numbers. I'm like, what are you gonna do with that? Is that gonna help That's you in true, your career? Yeah. Um, so I usually try to just say like, <laughs> calm down yeah, and yeah. we don't like, like I don't, but sometimes, uh, yeah. So I usually try to just say like, okay, you're an actor. So just remember your lines, be on time. Remember that the person doesn't like it when you say, um, or like, right. or, uh, whatever. So just like these like little f- things about the people that they're auditioning for, et cetera. But then when it comes to frivolous shit, like a lot of people will take the example of like, with this memory technique, she can memorize her entire grocery list. I'm like, I'm on Instacart. I don't need to memorize my grocery list. I don't, I'm just like, okay, bread, eggs, good. Um, but for like real shit, it's it's really helpful. It's, I mean. It's about being present, right? Just being present. Yeah. And I, I mean, with you, has it, have you now, do you soak in experiences more vividly, you know? I thought I didn't, but then I've thought about every time I forget my phone or keys at home, I have these weird, and I don't think you get there after like a few months of training, but I have these weird things where like, if I don't find anything, my first instinct is to panic and yell at everybody and <laughs> yeah. be like, are you sitting on the remote? I swear to God, you're sitting on the remote, <laughs> ah! You know, like I don't trust anyone when the remote is gone, but, but, now I have these flashbacks that are like very cinematic. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This where it's just like, shit this right is here. the superhero yeah. show. Oh, God. I, yeah. hope, I, hope, I hope that thing goes through. <laughs> it's not going to happen because they're not going to take a risk on somebody who has no name, but I hope that shit goes through. Anyways, um, no, I'll have like these flashbacks of like, okay, you were there and you were there and then you had wine and that's why you put it there because you thought that because you're drunk, you're not going to remember, right. but you put it there. And then like I have these like. And then it gets you to the place. Right. It's, oh, wow. And, and it's, it's faster than what I'm describing right now. It's just like this boom, 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 boom thing. And I used to just like cry and be like, I'm going to be late for the flight. It's ah, fuck my life. Like I used to be very panicky about yeah. that stuff. But now I just know that. And sometimes even with numbers. I will look at a number and be like, how the hell does anyone know anyone's number? And then I remember the memory techniques. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right, that I can do this in literally a second. Like, this is not. So there's like these two tracks or like these two mentalities, which is like old brain. Like you were shit at middle school, you were shit at high school, <laughs> like you were shit all the time. And then there's this like new mode of like, oh, you, you're like, do, you're doing well, you can memorize these things. But sometimes when I'm tired and I look at like my own stuff, like when people will send me like, this is the rough cut of what we've just made. And I look at it and I'm like, how the hell does anyone do that? That's right, fucking right. insane. Like, cause you know, there is a separation between like what you do. Yeah. And you must have that with your music as well, where you're like, well, this is pretty good. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, do? Definitely, yeah. Okay, good. I don't I don't want to be the only one who's like looking at my own shit being like, this is terrible or like, this is really good. No, no, no. I critique my own shit all the time. But yeah. uh, is, is, there, is there a big meditation element to this? Like, do you meditate and stuff? Or are, yes. Because you seem like you're pretty all over the place too, but 
Yeah, but no, no, I know I when know, you try I'm... to focus too, you got to kind of relax and calm down. You can't panic, right? So right. Uh, yes, when I have to focus, I am very, very focused. But I am very all over the place in terms of like what I'm thinking about, and yeah. I just had tea, so like my brain is like, I just want to tell you everything about myself. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, so I am all over the place in my head, but I'm also like, if if. I'm doing work, then it's just like, let's do this and let's be focused. I do meditate. I've, uh, yeah, 294 days straight right now. So I'm like very competitive. I'm competing with a friend. So I'm like, I hope, I hope she fails. Anyways, I, I know I shouldn't be so competitive. What's, but what's the next competition? What are you training for right now? I'm not training for any you're competition not, right now. Not. No, because it's, it's fun. I've done that. I want to do it again. It's just, uh, it's like the the and general entertainment things are like going pretty well for somebody who has no no experience. Yeah. So I'm like trying to double down on that. The Netflix documentary helped out a lot, right, for people to understand this world. Like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but mostly to like understand that I'm not like some creep who's trying to like <laughs> just plug my own shit. Yeah. Um, just to like humanize me. Uh. What well, did things change a lot when the documentary came out? Like, um, I mean, before it. I wasn't really familiar with you until the documentary. Oh, nice. You know, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of people the same, I was same way. I familiar with you, though. But I also, I didn't know that you were in Bad Rap. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, in the documentary. Yeah, shout out to Jay Key. Yeah, Jay Key. Oh, yeah, Jay Key, you were on a panel together. Yes, Jay Key and I, oh, my God, it was so funny. So, Jay Key, director of Bad Rap, uh, I, I was on a panel with him, and my friend was like, oh, it's going to be J.K. Joe. He's, like, this director, like, uh, entrepreneur, everything. And, like, I looked at a picture, and I was like, oh, this nerdy Asian bro ain't got shit. So I, like, came to the panel super unprepared, and then Jakey's like, yo, 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 yes. I'm, I descended from the skies. My mama birthed me. I was like, oh, my God. I Straight, can't straight New Yorker. Yeah. I was like, I can't out, like, I can't out hey, funny son, this, man. was good. Oh, um, God. Such yeah. a deep voice. I'm like, I yeah. have no BDE comparison to this guy. So I was just like, it was very shocking. But he's he's, he's cool. No, I didn't know that you were in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was wild. How's that? What, did that so change both, things for you? We're both documentary. Documentary uh, hoes. Yeah, documentary hoes <laughs> on the Netflix. Um, no, no, I mean, you know, we did a little film film festival circuit with Tribeca, it. Tribeca, right? Yeah, Tribeca. Um, not, not really. I mean, I was doing my thing already, but I, right. I like it more as like You're a so time capsule for us, you know? Nice. Like, I mean, for Aquafina, it's like crazy where she's come from that to, you know, where she's at now. Yeah. But for all of us, we're still friends and it's like a good time capsule for us to like look back on that, which was like five, six years ago yeah. and be like, oh, damn, we've come a long way, you know? That's cute. Yeah, it is. It's Did you have cute. a good time? It's mad cute. Um, <laughs> I, we had it. Yeah, it was super. It was cool because the homegirl who was shooting it, she was, this was like her, like, a college student project. Oh you know? my God. So at the time, we were very comfortable with what we were saying. We were loose with it. Things like <laughs> I probably wouldn't have said if I knew in that this was going to be in like Tribeca. Yeah, yeah, like certain things. But, um, I yeah, mean, no. but in, in, you can't kinda, take it back though. I no, I like it that we were kind of uh, just free about saying anything because yeah, yeah. it just makes it so much more real. And yeah, we yeah. look back at it and we see like, oh, this was really where we our heads were at at the time. It wasn't like a front or we were acting. Right, anything, right, you right. Know? And you see the maturity and the growth in it. You know? That's cute. I hope I have yeah. the same feelings. Like, yeah, what was that? That was two years ago or so? That that, yeah, that was two years ago. I think I mentioned that like, because I'm t telling everybody about like how much I love Mongolia, how much like Sweden has given me stability and like, and you're then, young, right? Like, what? Are you, how old are you? Like, 22? I'm in my 20s. Are you 22? I'm 20? not going to okay. say how old <laughs> I am because, as I said, that producer is like, are you born in 1985? Well, I remember the documentary age, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. my God. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a problem. Um, 
uh, it's also this weird thing of like, even if the director who's like above the line and has say in casting is like, yeah, she could definitely play 17. Like if somebody else like Googles one of the fake ass articles with like a poorly researched journalist and it says like, she was 26 in 2014. I was like, how's that even fucking possible? Do you think I'm 31? Like this is like <laughs> Asian, like un facial unfamiliarity at its like high point. Yeah, no, anyways. Um, sorry. <laughs> right. I'm, uh, but as for the- to another memory palace over here. No, I know, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have had tea. Um, I was like, but, but in terms of like what you should and shouldn't say in the documentary, so I was saying like, but the best thing about the US is Amazon Prime. I was, yeah. I was making a fucking that joke. That was funny, that was okay, funny. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to make a joke, but then like four men like threatened to kill me because what? in their emails they were like- Because of that? Because of that, I'm like- They're like, like we have better things to offer than Amazon like, Prime. I fucking no, dude, it's a joke. <laughs> is that what they were flipping out about? They were, they were like, okay, so the one guy was like, as someone who's ugly, I can't believe you're such a, like, uh, you get offended when people, because in the documentary, apparently I say, like, I don't like it in America because everybody's always trying to shoot their shot. Yeah. And then this guy, like, wrote this, like, very extensive bullet point list about how ugly I am. But then the thing is, like, uh, but th that was one of the death threats. But then the other emails were also like, oh, Nelson, because like Nelson is in the documentary, right? And he's like this six foot four white guy with who's super muscular. And everyone was like, bashing my looks but then saying like nelson was statuesque and beautiful <laughs> and he looked like an adonis he's and, a hottie and i was just like deal with hottie. your latent homosexuality in somebody else's dms like why are you telling me this like if you want to fuck him just fuck him don't tell me like how ugly i am it's like he, he went off on you a lot of men were very angry with me for being like i i didn't even go off on my like fucking rants about feminism i was just right, like right. this but is the the few moments you had they were angry about yeah. yeah did you have that or was everyone nah, just like nah, nah. Oh. I, I mean i was just fascinated about the world honestly i was hoping there would be more there would be like some kind of villain in it like you know there's like a villain in a documentary yeah i think the directors are too nice there were yeah. people that they could have definitely oh, really? made into villains yeah like <laughs> what are they like <laughs> they just sabotage your cards just <laughs> yeah no fucking joke oh, for I, that's why i'm taking a break because there was like some sabotage and like people keep threatening me with like legal action if i say what happened so it's uh it's, uh, so these games get pretty mean, savage. I think like the more niche and nerdy it is, the more savage it gets, yeah. you know? But it's also like you never know with people, which is like why I'm always careful about the DMs because it's like you never know. Like when, like I I had a coffee with like a prominent like tech entrepreneur, let's say. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's going to be cool. Like he's married to this person. He's like an outspoken feminist. And he starts like hitting on one of my friends like pretty rapidly. And so now, like, it, it's fucked up because I can't use his site anymore, even though it's, like, a pretty prominent site. <laughs> like, let's say it's Facebook because it's not Facebook. Yeah, you can't use Amazon anymore. Oh, no, shit. Nah, no, I'm kidding. No, Jeff no, Bezos is not kidding. Jeff Bezos is, like, yeah. <laughs> nah, he's divorced. You're good. No. <laughs> yeah. his, no, I, it was just, like, you, you never know. And, and maybe you don't have that, but it's, like, but I was Googling you. And, like, the number one thing after, like, you write dumbfounded, it's, like, girlfriend, question mark. Did really? you know that? No, it's I like, didn't know that. So with women, it's usually like Jennifer Lawrence boyfriend, and then it's feet, and right. then it's age. Yeah. But I think with men, it's very different. Like it's like first album, <laughs> blah blah yeah, blah, yeah. age, girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine. I, I can answer this. Well, DM I never dated it. anybody famous, so nothing would really come out. No, but I think a lot of thoughts are interested in like dating you, so that's why they keep googling girlfriend, no. girlfriend. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't have women creeping on you in the DMs? Uh, no, I do. I don't like to put that out there. I, I don't really respond no, no. like that either, you know. No? Just because, you know, it's it's like nowadays. You never know. It's not know. the same, you know. Like, I, I I would if there was, like, a cute girl. I'd respond, but, you know. You don't know if her ass is photoshopped? I'm just not trying to. Not even that. I just don't want cats, like, people, like, screenshotting stuff. And, you know, like, that, that gets whack. It gets weird, right? Yeah, because even if you're trying to talk to a cute girl and you, like, respond and just, like, you know, really not innocently like what's up you cute whatever then sometimes they'll post it and turn it into an ig story like oh look the founder responded and we're oh, like no. it's like a conversation and i'm like uh I'm, like I'm gonna post that i asked you if you wanted bubble tea and you declined like i'm good i'm good on the bubble tea just come for the interview not i'm <laughs> no, yeah i'm trying to sell everybody on bubble tea i don't know why where did you go get bubble tea at bubble time Okay. Yeah, it was all right. What was the menu like? Remember? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay, I can't. I'm testing you right I, now. Don't test me. I don't what know What did anything. the menu look like? No, no. Um, Do uh, people try to ask you to rap, like, randomly? I, everybody who has a profession, they always try to, people always try to put them on a the spot in, like, some dance monkey dance kind of situation. Yeah, you know? right. Like, it's like inevitable. comedians, people are like, Be tell funny. a joke. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the worst fucking human beings when they ask you shit <laughs> like that. I mean, I'm sure you get that shit yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Like, it's like a party trick or something, right? The worst thing is people will come up to me and be like you don't remember me i'm like i swear to god i would not remember you even if i tried <laughs> well what's a, is there some shit that you wish you could just forget oh <laughs> uh, yeah of course like I, but like a lot of the memory thing is like you have to learn how to forget stuff so sometimes oh really will, yeah, yeah yeah sometimes people will be like oh remember that guy he was like in trouble for like tax fraud and i was like i don't remember him because like i didn't like him so then i just like suppressed him you know oh okay so i have a very uh, is that is that so you can fit in more other information <laughs> no so, okay yeah it's a good question so yeah. i love this question because uh like people have this uh tendency to like equate whatever their the like the latest technological advancement is with the human brain so it used to be like during the industrial revolution people would say like you have to to blow off steam because it's like related to the trains and the steam and the everything so people would be like you can't bottle up all your anger you have to let off that steam so you have to get angry when you feel angry mm -hmm. turns out that's not a good thing you should just like <laughs> be angry in small doses do not practice the art of being angry uh, and in the same way in modern times when we have uh, we, we usually usually equate the human brain and its memory capacities with computers right because it's like oh 16 gigs phone or i don't think anyone has 16 gigs on their phone anymore but let's say it's like 64 and it's like you're taking pictures is it going to be full is it go not going to be full and so people will be like are you removing things because you need space for other things mm. and like it's actually the human brain is do you watch silicon valley yeah I do. okay so the first season they have this concept where it's like uh the cloud of information is the more you can remember the more it is able to remember. So the more people post to the cloud, the more the cloud is able to mm. remember. So our human brains are actually like the opposite of computers in that we, in, in that we actually, the more we remember, like even if it's some random shit, like all the lyrics to Hamilton or whatever, yeah. then it actually helps us with physics and chemistry and all this other stuff because it's just like the, the muscle of, you know, remembering yeah does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like because people will be like oh now that you know that ikea catalog has like all of your business school knowledge gone away i'm like no it's we <laughs> don't that's not how it works it's yeah. not like a, a in a finite room it's actually the more shit you put in that room the better it right. gets so okay and people use a little lesson for you guys yeah yeah, yeah. Don't, don't think learning more shit is gonna fuck up your old shit <laughs> no it doesn't i mean unless it's like something that's very similar to what you're already learning right then, then it gets confusing like don't learn korean and japanese at the same time 
them because like grammatically they're too similar so your brain oh. is gonna like get confused yeah but if you already know korean and then you try to jump into japanese it's easier so there's also like has this ha so i know english isn't your first language can you tell <laughs> no no i'm just saying I'm it's it's really good but it, so this memory uh thing has a memory thing i don't know why i'm calling it a it's memory okay thing. i call it the memory yeah. thing yeah so has it has it helped you learn the language a lot faster um, I wish, yeah, I mean, when I memorized those 10 Korean words in one minute, I did use memory techniques. Um, I usually say it's like, it's only like for the beginning part, it's like training wheels. So like, in order to learn how to ride a bike, you should have training wheels just so like, you don't scrape up your knees and mess them up, right? Yeah. So I usually say like, in the beginning, yes, for vocab reasons, it's good. But then the thing about language is it's, it's more of a muscle memory. It's kind of more musical. Right. So I usually try to teach people, a lot of people ask me to teach them language learning as well. And so it's a lot of um like you know like yo quiero algo and then you like fill in the quiero yeah so it's more of like a muscle memory thing right so but before you reach because you were saying like there's a rhythm too yeah, yeah there's a difference between understanding and memorizing right so like you can memorize all of the 500 yeah. most common spanish words you can but then if you can't use them then that's like a right right the, like, the, you it's know it's yeah. kind of pointless so then the trick is to like get it to a point where it's kind of subconsciously coming out of you automatically do you, do you remember the 10 korean words i remember that one of them was bihangi which is like airplane oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's close it's yeah, not yeah. no 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 yet. it's not it wasn't they didn't give me phonetics so oh, okay, it okay. was uh, what is, how do you say it then uh piangi piangi okay yeah, yeah isn't mongolian korean pretty close like yes. we're pretty close family tree, yeah yeah, yeah right? it's a very close <laughs> have you done the 23 and me yet i haven't i haven't you I, don't want their that information out there no no i don't care i just haven't done it yet oh, yeah. okay. actually i got gifted one i still haven't turned it in though i gotta, I gotta do it <laughs> I, I don't old. know if there's an expiration date on those things <laughs> you got it in 2012 yeah um no korean is very cool it's actually one of my korean friends she did it and she found out she's zero percent korean <laughs> like, yeah. she, she's what she's korean but she did the test right yeah. and it turns out she's 50 percent mongolian 25 oh, wow. percent japanese and she was like i gotta talk to my parents because this is <laughs> awkward because i her entire life she's been like i'm korean i yeah, live in k-town yeah. blah 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 um, <laughs> i live in k-town <laughs> i am 100 korea town <laughs> yeah or like in new york it's more like a korea street but um yeah, what were we talking about? See, I don't remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn. Okay, I was, I was seeing if that would happen at one point. I, like, where you were like, happen. do you remember what we were talking about? We were talking about, uh, yeah, no, so I am Mongolian. Uh, a lot of Mongolians go to Korea and they learn it, like, really fast. Yeah. But I think Mongolian is a little harder to pronounce. So, like, again, it's the thing of, like, if you already know one thing, it's easier to learn another one. So, Mongolians will go to Korea and they learn it within like three months. Koreans will go to Mongolia and learn it within like six months. Yeah. Same with Swedish and German. Like Swedes will go to Germany and learn it within like six months if if they like work at really hard at it, you yeah. know. Uh, but the opposite is true for Germany. Like Germans will go to Sweden and learn Swedish in three months because our grammar is easier, our pronunciation is easier, everything is easier, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of this this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I spoke Korean. I wanted to. I I did it like as a pet project, but then like all these other jobs kept coming in so then i just like did this speech in korea and i was i wanted to do it in korean because it would have been cool to memorize the entire thing that's tight so you got i mean uh you got a lot of things coming up um I hope so. I, besides like the act like um you know acting stuff and do you have stuff coming out that's kind of like the ikea ad like you know some more commercial memory stuff yeah memory stuff or 
I don't know. Um, is that more random? So this is the thing. The last time I did a podcast, I was like, I have nothing going on. And then, <laughs> and then like the week after, like a bunch of shit came out, and I was like, this is really awkward. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna say, like, follow me at Yanjo on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and there's workshops. You had a, a calendar of workshops yeah, yeah, people yeah. can sign up for. Right. Um. Yeah. So I have workshops too, like one-on-one workshops, not groups anymore, because everyone needs such like individualized mm, attention when true. it comes to improving their memory. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of speaking gigs and other projects that are coming out. Um, so when you're in the city, people can book you for these one-on-one sessions. Yes. How uh, long are these sessions? Uh, four it? hours. Four is hours. Half day workshop. Okay. Uh, I usually prefer not to do it for four hours because it is like an actual skill. I think people see it. Like people are DMing me all the time. Like I want to memorize as good as you. I'm like, I don't know if that's how it works. Like you can't just decide that you want to be as good as me. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, I think I've sunk at least 2,000 hours into at least the learning part and right. then maybe like 3,000 hours into like the teaching part. Mm. So so you have a curriculum of your own that you... Yeah, but it's very individualized because it's mm. somewhat pricey. So I don't want to like just phone it in. Oh, so, damn. These are some pricey ass lessons over here. So a, you got to get your money out. <laughs> it's like, no, but it's, it's, it is, it is life changing if it you is, get yeah. the right coach. It's an investment but and, and you can really apply it to your life to make more money yeah. build better relationships everything everything. Yeah. everything whatever you're doing it's helpful for so it's it's uh, the people who see the value they also need to like be ready to put down the monies because then that creates like a psychological level of like i have put value into this so then they're less likely likely to flake out the people i've coached for free just because like we're friends or whatever they never commit to it they're just like oh i tried your thing during the audition and it didn't work and i'm like yeah because you didn't you barely listened yeah. i told you this like if you don't listen it's kind of hard to re- remember in the first place. i definitely can use it to holler at some more girls because like i remember just i hate asking the same question again really when they're like i already told you this and i'm like oh, oh fuck shit uh, that's yeah. That's yeah. That's after lesson three. After you pretend that you need help with acting lines, and then the fourth lesson, you're just like, "How do I uh, remember this thing about this girl?" Yeah. What What is the strangest uh, request? Uh, I mean, strangest. Uh, <laughs> not not request. I guess. Um, uh, what was the strangest client, and why they wanted to improve their memory? <laughs> oh my god. Is there is there oh if there god. is one? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something without. Um, strangest client yeah no i think because everybody has the reasons but like everybody has the reasons. i i I think there hasn't been like one that i want to say like that's the weirdest one (laughs) i think the most awkward ones are the ones that just want to be my friend but it's like the most awkward way of becoming my friend. Oh, it's so like, they, they book you to be they, your friend. Yes. And then I'm just like, I don't, I'm not that cool. Like I'm a very annoying person to be friends with. Like you you shouldn't. So that's that like you kind of, I now I have like this vetting process for the one so that the creeps for the creeps yeah, right yeah, for okay. the creeps no they're not creepy they're just like misguided and right. they just like see some clips and they're like oh we might be good friends i'm like you don't know me like right, right, i'm right. super introverted and you can't yeah. tell because i talk a lot but i am so you must have the same thing when people are like oh i want to make music with you and then it turns out it's weird no nah, no nah, i only make music with somebody that i i don't even like to 
um, like if people ask me how much do you charge for a feature, I don't really do that. No, I just like collaborating with people I want to collaborate with, you know, and that like not money related. That's Unless good. it's like a huge amount, I'll be like, okay, man, do do? <laughs> I don't care how weird you are. Let's get it in. Let's get in the studio. David Gettos like, I'll pay you X amount. You're like, right. okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if some kid was like, play my birthday party. I'm 12. I'm like, I'm not gonna play your birthday party. He's like, for 100k. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> we have it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. 100k for your birthday party, three, little chads. Three people there. I'm there. I'm performing. Um, yeah, that's a little bit how I feel. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, but the best the, the best part is like the change in people's like confidence yeah. i think it's especially especially little kids who have different d types of diagnoses so like uh, that one girl that first client i ever had she had dyslexia and mm -hmm. she memorized 100 digits of pi in an hour so we did two hours of prep and then she just went through it in an hour that's cool that must be rewarding when you help somebody out like that right, right? it yeah. is rewarding it's super cool it's just uh yeah it's just time and, and life is short and i want to do like more fun stuff and yeah. you can't just always i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know i just like music comedy and acting is like more fun than anything and like i'm writing a book and that's fun and like yeah it's but the memory after a while you've talked about one subject so long like if it gets kind of grating mm -hmm. like in your head you're just like yes my name is dumbfounded my original name is this i'm born in argentina like yeah or do you, are you very excited about telling people that all the time no no it gets annoying you right know? like it gets, just gets boring you know redundant like uh you know interviews and stuff like that yeah it's like uh yeah you try to i try to find more fun ways to phrase it yeah uh, but then it's always just like yeah i'm met someone for coffee the other day and i was just like yes i'm from Mongolia. yes i'm from satan no, no, no. and i'm trying to keep up the enthusiasm but it's hard when you've talked about it a thousand times you know for sure yeah so that's the problem with the memory it's part of the game though you know you know yeah i know i'm trying to i'm i'm finding like different like i'm <laughs> i'm trying to be like jakey right just like <laughs> i'm descendant from genghis khan yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah he makes he has always a really fun intro right you know? but i think he switches Yo, the it guy from queens like <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Um, so I try to, I try to be like, yeah, I will, I will be a hardworking person on set because, like, I'm descended from Genghis Khan and like we took over one third of the <laughs> landmass. So you can just that's that, little, that sounds a little intimidating there, but all right. I know, I know, but some people think it's funny. That's on your her tender profile, but we're oh not kidding. No. Yeah. Um, yo, thank you for coming on the show, Yanja Winter Soul. Yanja, yeah. Yanja, I'm sorry. No worries. Like, I already fucked this whole interview up by ending like that. No worries. <laughs> Yenja Winter so um, available for you know to improve your quality of life. Yeah. Um, holler at her for the prices. Go uh, to at Yenja for Instagram stuff so you can find out all the fun public things I'm doing that's not as expensive as the coaching. And uh, you're traveling all over the world for this. Yeah. That's that's great. You're living your dream. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice just talking. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Tune in next week for another episode of Fun with Dumb. Peace. Bye. <laughs>